You're listening to Frankie Boy Radio. That the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Letting America take a deep breath. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Frankie Boy Radio. I'm your host, Josh Urban. Happy Music Monday to you. I hope it's been a good one over there. Wanted to talk to you about creativity today. I gave this talk on Tony Bennett on Friday and super fun. Usually when I give these talks, I'll go to the place and pace around the room and wave my arms around. In this case, it was on the computer. So I was just doing this in front of my computer screen, but people could see it, such as the miracle of video conferencing. We're talking about Tony Bennett. And Tony's an interesting guy because, well, he sort of enjoyed a renaissance in his own life. Like many famous creative people, he had success early on in his life at a young age, got tremendously famous, and then faded into obscurity, getting stuck in Vegas, as what happens to many people. Unlike the average person who gets stuck in Vegas, he was able to reinvent himself and is going strong in his 90s, getting more and more creative every day. And I really love this part of the story because it shines a spotlight back on us. It's easy to put the idea of doing something artistic on the shelf if all we see are 30 and under crowds doing it. But here's Tony in his 90s, dropping albums, leading the city of San Francisco and the nation in a sing-along, I Left My Heart in San Francisco during the COVID crisis, and even the church bells were ringing a, ringing a tune. Now that's pretty cool. A little side note about that song, I Left My Heart in San Francisco. I just heard that it was originally pitched to Tennessee Ernie Ford, the some people think a man is made out of mud, the 16 tons guy. That would have been a strange twist of history in a parallel universe. Anyways, so Tony being creative, Tony doing these things, he says every day he gets more and more creative and he hopes to live a long life because there's a lot he'd like to do. Well, that's pretty cool. So... How does this affect us? So I was talking to the people in, in the virtual lecture about this. And this was really a lot of thinking out loud. It wasn't, uh, I think it's eventually going to turn into one of my favorite talks that I do. It's still trying to come together. But I wanted to share a couple of thoughts with you tonight. And hopefully you're sipping on a nice hot cup of tea. I got mine right here. And sit back, relax, think on some thoughts. I know there are some very creative people listening in. So let me know what you think. I'd love to hear. So the first thing is, not everybody wants to be creative. When I was about 25, I was teaching guitar full-time, and I had a great student who would come by every Thursday evening. His name was Colin. And Colin and I just really enjoyed each other's presence because, well, we were both decent people, and also, we are so different. Colin was very rational and logical and well you know i'm very creative and emotional and so we always had a lot to learn from each other and i remember one day i was talking to him about improvising and songwriting and being a musician and he was on track to be an engineer and i said hey you know everybody's creative and he said no not everybody's creative and i misinterpreted him at first thinking that well this was like 
he thought he wasn't creative and he thought it was a shortcoming of his personality and he didn't know if he could get over it and I was going to help him get his head on straight. I said, no, you can be creative. Everybody's creative. He goes, no, I'm not creative. I'm just not and that's fine. I said, oh, that's a good point. So from that day on, I sort of clicked in my head. So if you're listening to this and you're like, eh, this is not resonating with me, no problem at all. However, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, hmm, am I creative? And you'd like to be. Well, you might be like one of the ladies I saw in the audience on Friday. And I asked the room, I said, is anybody creative? And this one lady sort of half raised her hand off the desk in a very timid manner. Like, maybe, maybe kind of, sort of. And that's how I feel so often. And as a matter of fact, I was getting ready to do this podcast. I'm like, man, I don't know. I was having the what it's called the imposter syndrome. We're like, oh, well, you know, if they really knew what was in my head, you know, everybody would laugh and they would know I'm a fake. As I'm walking through my, my studio with the green and purple walls and one of the walls graffitied that I graffitied myself. And I'm not really a graffiti artist, but it's covered with graffiti and there's guitars everywhere. And it's like, okay, well, maybe I am. So... Okay, so if you're thinking, well, I don't know, maybe I'm not creative, you know, I'm not talented. Well, th those are different things. And one of the things is, is to be good at something, you got to be bad at something. So you might be talented at something, you might have a knack for something, or you might just really enjoy doing it. It doesn't even matter if it's good. You just, the point is here, if you enjoy it and it makes you become more of a person... I love the idea that the fool precedes the sage. I believe this is a Jungian idea. So you got to be bad at something before you're good at something. So i got a couple ideas to help you get started if you're interested. Um, you got to be bad at something before you get good at something. So this is why you don't see more singers and dancers. These are two socially humiliating things. And social humiliation literally in our brains can be equal death, right? Because if we're rejected by the tribe, then we'll be alone and we'll die. So... You know, pretty big barriers not to get on the on the dance floor if you're not if you're not comfortable, right? Now, social humiliation can be gotten over, and I've humiliated myself many, many times on the dance floor, and I've gotten okay at dancing. Not good, but okay at it. So that's one of the things. And then the, the more important thing that I'm sort of learning as I start to settle down a little bit is you don't have to be good at something in order to get benefit from it now you can eventually get good and there's much to be said for practicing a skill and that has added a lot to my self and my life devotion and practice but the idea of expression is an interesting one i used to think that i had to have an idea fully formulated and then i could express it but i've been finding now that I express it and then I figure it out. So when I play guitar, I figure out things about myself that I couldn't any other way. Not saying you have to play the guitar, this can be writing, this can be poetry, this can be a good conversation. Lots of different ways to be creative. When I am asked, as I often am, about how does one improvise on the guitar? My students will ask me this question. And one of my students' dads, I think it really annoyed him oh, fairly recently. He said, well, how do you know what to play? I said, okay, well, I have, I have the scale 
dot, 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 that I can draw from. And then I just make it up. He goes, well, what do you mean you just make it up? Because I, I said, I don't know what I'm going to play before I play. He goes, well, how do you know what to play? I said, well, how do you know what to say, right? You just do it and feel and concentrate on what you're feeling. And then you use your skills to let that bubble out. So you're reaching into your subconscious with your skill of language and articulate what you find is what's going on there. So for me, creativity is a very big part of who I am and it lets me become more of who I am. So if you're on board and you're like, okay, I want to get more creative, or if you have an idea how about you already about how you already express yourself creatively, again, love to hear it. I think I scribbled some notes for the lecture and the most important thing is to just start. And I have a couple of things you can do to start. But just start. And don't be, and the second point is, is don't be afraid to be bad. Remember, the fool precedes the sage, not the other way around. Third point is adjust as you go. So you might sit down and do some scrapbooking and then find a really good photo and say, I want to try to take a picture. And then realize that you like pictures of gardens and you're getting into gardening. So you take an aim, it's going to be wrong as long as it's forwards and not backwards and in a general direction of where you'd like to go, then that carries you forward and then you can readjust your aim and then move forward a little more and then readjust it. But if you're still like, okay, I need a concrete idea. You can write the best letter that you've ever written. You can write it to me if you want. Sit down and write a masterpiece. You can also write me and tell me why I'm wrong or right, and I'll make you a deal. Be prepared to defend it, good sir. Of course, in a friendly manner, but we can get into a serious discussion about this topic or any topic that you choose. This is not exactly a creative process, but sometimes I find this helps me come up with new ideas is read a book or watch a show or a video on some new topic that's completely outside your field. And then finally, learn an instrument or a skill. Now, you might not be playing the big arenas, or you might, you never know, but what you learn about yourself and as you further your creative process, we just might enjoy it. So let me know what you think. And if you're looking for a good read, check out the book Steal Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. Uh, it's all over Amazon. It was a New York Times bestseller. It's a very easy read. I think you'll like it. And to close out this topic, a couple of things that I like to do to be creative. I like to write bad poetry. It doesn't even rhyme, but I feel all creative when I write it. Or you can write a short story. I call them a vignette. Try to get all the details of the lighting and the, the smells in there. Use your phone and take some photos. Newspaper, or newspaper poetry is a cool thing that Austin Kleon mentions in Steal Like an Artist. So you get a, a sheet of newspaper and a black marker. And you black out all the words you don't want and just leave the ones you do. And see what poem you can make on the page. I love doing woodworking, songwriting, gardening impersonating or remixing things. So I was been doing weather reports lately. I also sort of wrote a song 
the style of Bob Dylan, playing music, of course, writing letters and blogging and podcasting. So those are some of my creative outlets. So let me know. I just start now. You ready to take a deep breath? Here we go. Let's take five. Breathe deep. Have another sip of tea. Let those eyes get heavy. Breathe in through your nose, out through your mouth. Let them gently close. Let us begin. Breathe in. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale. One, two, three, four. Last one. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Pause. One, two. Exhale, one, two, three, four. Nice. Wiggle your toe. Wiggle your fingers. Gently open those eyes. Man, I was getting into the zone right there. I was afraid I was going to fall off my chair. You'd hear a tremendous crash as I fell into the guitars. It would be entertaining, but hopefully there's other ways. <laughs> Have a great evening over there, and we'll see you tomorrow. Good night.